This is Jacob Emerson with the Becker's Payer Issues Podcast. Here's your daily industry news briefing for April 28th. CMS proposed two new rules April 27th that would establish national standards of care provided through fee-for-service Medicaid-slash-CHIP and managed care plans, along with a requirement to publicly disclose provider payment rates online. States would be required to publicly disclose Medicaid provider provider payment rates for -for fee-for-service and managed care in relation to Medicare rates. States would be required to maintain a single public web page where enrollees can review Medicaid and managed care payment rates across states and allow them to compare plans based on quality and access standards. CMS would also establish the framework for states to implement a quality rating system enrollees could use to compare plans. CMS would also enforce maximum appointment wait times for certain services under managed care plans and implement stronger state monitoring and reporting requirements related to access and network adequacy. States would also be required to conduct independent secret shopper surveys of managed care plans to verify compliance with appointment wait times and ensure that provider directories are accurate. States would also have to conduct enrollee experience surveys every year for those enrolled in managed care plans. For home and community-based services, at least 80% of Medicaid payments for personal care, homemaker, and home health aid services would be required to be spent on direct care worker salaries. That applies to both fee-for-service and managed care plans. Comments on the two proposed rules will be accepted through July 3rd. Well, a Bloomberg report from April 27th says that most private payers do not cover drugs, new drugs, meant to treat obesity, but Medicaid programs in a few states do. Bloomberg surveyed every state's Medicaid program and found 10 that have broad coverage for weight loss drugs. That includes California, Kansas, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Virginia, Delaware, Rhode Island, and New Hampshire. The states that offered limited coverage include New Mexico, Louisiana, Tennessee, Georgia, South Carolina, and New Jersey. And Connecticut will begin covering obesity drugs through Medicaid this July. Most private insurers don't cover GLP-1 drugs covered for weight loss, but they often do cover the same drugs meant to treat type 2 diabetes. These drugs, of course, are very expensive and sometimes can cost upwards of $10,000 a year without insurance. Drug manufacturers are lobbying Congress to allow Medicare to cover drugs to treat obesity. Manufacturers are hopeful that private payers will follow Medicare's lead. Well, the Congressional Budget Office said that a proposal to add work requirements for Medicaid eligibility would have a negligible effect on employment status or hours worked by people who would be subject to the work requirements. House Republicans have included a work requirement proposal for Medicaid in a bill to raise the debt ceiling into next year. Now, the CBO's estimates were included in an April 26th letter uh, to New Jersey Democrats who requested information about the budgetary effects of the proposed requirement. The CBO said evidence on the effectiveness of Medicaid work requirements is limited to Arkansas, which is the only state where such requirements have been established for more than a few months. They, Arkansas had established those requirements for some childless adults for parts of 2018 and 2019. The CBO said that according to reports on that program, a large percentage of affected adults either met the requirement or qualified for an exemption. Most of the remaining group lost their Medicaid coverage because they did not meet that requirement. Citing a 2019 study, CBO said neither employment nor the number of hours worked increased, although the evidence is scant because, of course, the program has only taken place in one state. Now, under House Republicans' federal proposal, Medicaid beneficiaries would have to work volunteer or be part of a work program for 80 hours a month or participate in some combination of those activities. 
These rules would affect beneficiaries aged 19 to 56 and would include exceptions for pregnant women, parents and caregivers, and those that are physically or mentally unable to work. The CBO estimated that 600,000 people would lose coverage if the requirement takes effect. CMS Administrator Chiquita Brooks-Lashur has said that red tape efforts like these requirements have led to losses in coverage. The proposal is not expected to pass the Democratic-controlled Senate. And finally, Bright Health Group is trying to sell its California Medicare Advantage business, a move that would effectively end all of the company's insurance business. Uh, The company said that April 28th and said it is exploring strategic alternatives for its California MA offerings with a focus on a potential sale, though any potential sale is not final. Bright Health exited its Medicare Advantage business outside of California at the end of last year, and it is also winding down its ACA exchange offerings nationwide right now. The company ended last year with a million commercial members, 125,000 Medicare members, and 530,000 value-based care customers. Bright Health said it's shifting from insurance to that value-based care consumer delivery business. The company said it served around 375,000 VBC delivery customers in the first quarter of this year. If you'd like the latest payer and healthcare industry news delivered to your inbox every morning, subscribe to the Becker's Payer Issues e-newsletter on our website at beckerspayer.com.